I'm literally just going to come up with a title. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, welcome to Let's Gab, a podcast by Hannah and Ainsley. Two roommates who literally just picked up the voice memos thing. So for today's episode, let's gab about romance. We've gotten to a point as single women um, in college because obviously... Newly single for me. What? I said newly New- single. Newly single for both of us, if we're honest. I got yeah. broken up with in April. Um, I was dating a guy for about two and a half years. She just broke up with her... Uh, boyfriend about a couple months ago it was like over a month ago yeah over a month ago um but they're still friends so it's fine we were kind of talking and i had set a point basically um where we were kind of flipping between two sections of whenever you're newly single which is one looking back on old relationships and two looking towards new ones do you believe in soulmates if you if you genuinely had to be honest no I don't think I do either. I used to for the longest time. I don't think so. I Which think we've I talked about this a lot, but like, well, and look at it this way: like, there can be a husband and wife. The husband dies, the wife remarries. You know, but that person is still good for them, just in a separate way. You know, like, they both relationships are. That great. is very true. It's not like they stop loving the dead one. Loving. Yeah, yeah. There's like. 10 people that you could marry right that are like right for you you could marry any one of them and god's gonna glorify that relationship regardless of which 10 guys it is but because of free will whatever choices we make depends on which person we marry out of those 10 guys there's like so many different people out there that we could be great with but because of the steps we take here's my thing right and i've thought about this for a long long time because i think someone who grew up loving rom-coms so much um soulmates felt very very real to me i mean you watch movies and stuff and i think people don't talk about this often Mm -hmm. is there's a reason why movies can be made is because stories like that have to happen in real life for us to come up with the idea of something similar and so with rom-coms i feel like my brain automatically just goes that's exactly how life should be is you should have the soulmate regardless of how you guys meet regardless of how it ends up going, how complicated or simple or love at first sight or best friends to lovers, like regardless of how it is, whenever you guys end up together, you go, I'm not meant to be with anybody else. And I feel like that'll still be true, but it's because you went the path that you did, if that makes any sense. Like you just said, free will, for instance. When you're 10 years old, if there's 20 different ways you could have handled a situation, core memories like that, are going to impact the rest of your life. You can't help that. So let's say there was a guy that you were meant to meet at age 23, and based off of how you were living your life back then, God was like, that's the perfect person. Let's say his name is, I don't know. uh, Jack. Jack. Oh, wait, that's my sister's boyfriend. (laughs) Let's say Jack. I don't know a Jack. No, I actually do. He's my childhood friend. I'm going to scratch. We're not going to use Jack as the analogy. Tyler. (laughs) <laughs> Tyler from Wednesday. That's what I was also looking at a Tyler the Creator poster. So, let's say you have Tyler, okay? And that's exactly who God was like. If she continues to go this exact way, that's who you're, you're going to end up with. You're going to end up with Tyler, right? You decide in a moment of conflict, I'm going to stay quiet. Not only is your personality, your work ethic, 
your character, your closeness to God, even if you're not religious, how you have morality towards situations and how to deal with conflict, that is all changed because of how you decided to handle that one situation. And now Tyler would be the worst option for you because that was meant for somebody who would speak up. That's meant for somebody who would have development over ages 10 to 23 that had that exact same character, whatever. And so I think the term soulmate I think there's a soulmate for each version of you, if that makes any sense. Because here's my thing, too, is, like, obviously, not to get too, like, uh, but, I mean, if I look back, I go, like, me and my ex-boyfriend, for the person that I was whenever we met, and the person that I mostly was when we were dating, I don't think near the end it stayed that way, as I've vocalized to Hannah, but I think that person, that Ainsley, that met him, genuinely could have married him. I think there's also moments in you know, romance and love like that, where I think, you know, whenever I did date him, that version of me kind of got to keep the same soulmate, quote unquote, around, Mm -hmm. but just this version of me, you know, gets to experience it in a completely different person. If if that, I wonder if soulmates are more or less like the concept of how that person should equal you out. Rather than the person itself, you know what I'm saying? But I think that's what makes marriage so difficult is you're stuck with the same person. I mean, you only can level each other out so much. But I think that's where, obviously, like me and you, we have faith. We have a God that we think can change us and change our character. Um, And that's logically speaking. You know, I think we also have a set of morals where we go, we have another source that's supposed to level you out. So I think the real question is, when it comes to soulmates, okay, wait, though. This kind of makes me change my opinion. If the version of you, okay, let's look at it in the Christian lens, okay? Okay. Say there's 20 different versions of you that will go throughout your life, okay? Ages like 0 to 80. Let's say there's 20 different Hannahs, 20 different Ainsleys. There's 20 different husbands that could come out of any single one of those, okay? Depending on how that person stays. Uh Because I'm going to consider old eras of me completely different people. Because I feel like that's another thing is we think of ourselves like we go i don't even know that person you genuinely don't genuinely like middle school me completely different person if if they high school me completely different if they talk to you now they would go like what that's not us at all technically then though is there an ultimate soulmate because there technically is an ultimate version of you which in the christian lens would be you are the closest to god you can possibly ever at least have your mindset on getting because you never think that you'll be that close. And so you have a person that matches that. In the human psyche, there's got to be a magnus opus. I feel like, oh, this is an interesting thought. Okay. Okay, This is probably maybe not true. What if, like, soulmates, because obviously the world used to be perfect until we messed it up. And I say we because... If Adam and Eve didn't mess it up, someone would have along I the way. Girl, I would have fumbled. You know. <laughs> like, there's, you know? So, okay. Give me a mango. If it was a mango, <laughs> it's over for these hoes. The idea of marriage, obviously. Like, maybe before sin came into the world, like, soulmates, that was the thing. <gasps> Wait! You know? Okay, you're but because something. we sinned, but also I don't know because we do, we would have had free will regardless. That's why. Well, wait, 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 wait. Think about it, think about it, think about it. Okay. Real talk here. Real talk. Wait. Hannah, I'm thinking maybe because I'm just you're start- saying, like, oh, like, what if I'm at my perfect self, like, best with God? And I'm like, okay, but are you ever going, or not perfect self, obviously, but best self. Are you ever really going to be at your best self? And because you should never be comfortable with where you are at. 
But that's what I'm saying is like technically your best version of yourself is the person that goes, I'm doing great. Like they're, they're, uh, content, Mm -hmm. but they're not satisfied. If Mm -hmm. that makes any sense. You're content in where you are, who you are. But you want more from God. Yes. Yeah. And you want to learn more about him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like what makes it difficult about dating at least, because we're talking obviously on like the concept of like marriage. Like you're Mm -hmm. talking like you are, you are lawfully wedded, you know, Mm -hmm. the process of getting someone to do that with you, especially again, Christian lens here, that makes it twice as hard because you're looking at someone that you have to go, okay, if I genuinely am striving for Jesus as much as I should be, not saying that I am, are they going to hold me down in 10 to 15 years, but I'm already, you know, two years into dating them and like, what, what do I do about that? You know what I'm saying? Like, as like you look for a man, like, or even men looking for women, honestly, I think men have it way harder. Think about this. There's more women in the world. Yeah. That's scientific, scientifically proven. Literally look up Google's free. Yeah. The internet is free. (laughs) Praise God. It is. Yeah. You God gave you eyes. It got me some through of high you. School. It got you through high school. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh, no, I do not use Wikipedia. I haven't since elementary school. Some of us use Wikipedia, <laughs> and that's irrelevant. What did you use then? Other resources that were sorted well or cited well. I mean, and like use trusted saved. sources. Yes, I did. You know what I did. I would highlight something on anything no, and then hit look down, up. You can scroll down to Wikipedia to the sources and see if some of those are valid. I never. So did you did that, use. Though. I never did that though. But like my teachers would say, you can do that if you want to. But I just never did. It's like <laughs> what sites would you use? Like, like I don't remember. <laughs> it would depend, cause like okay, this is on topic. I don't remember. That's what a podcast is all about. How do you think so those true. episodes last an hour? So true. This first one's gonna be like fifty. That was a water, water bottle. That water bottle went crazy. Honestly, also niche aesthetic in a podcast. Uh, the background noises. Of I, this I was eating Cheez Its. So. Fully eating Cheez Its. Um, we can get a replay on probably the crunch action that was happening back there. We heard a moving truck earlier. Uh, you're getting the full ambiance of our dorm room. The fan, the hum of the fan in the background is very nice. The AC is broken. What can we say? It is. Okay, so actually the AC isn't broken. It's just that it goes off at the hour that you would want it most when you're going to sweat in the they night. They turn it off during the winter because they expect it to be cold, but it's Texas. Oh yeah, disclaimer, we live in Dallas, Texas. So growing up in a Christian home, I had always thought like, oh, after college you get married. My parents were not like the ring by spring people. <laughs> but they but did like, meet in college. They actually met at this college. They, yes. like, my parents didn't start dating till senior year, and I think they got married like a year maybe more after they graduated from college right yeah that's still like pretty much fresh out of college in my mind i've always had like oh right after college you get married i don't want to be like that person that marries super young just knowing my personality that's not smart yeah um so many girls go into college being like oh my gosh like and guys do this too like scoping out like who am I going to marry? They think, like, the first guy they have an interaction with could be, like, their future husband. And also, too, I think adults and our parents can, like, impress that idea on us. Well, and I feel like what kind of makes it odd is I feel like that's very Christian culture. Yes. Like, you saying, I don't want to possibly even get married fresh out of college, I go personally because I had opposite parents. Uh, My parents got married when they were almost 30, Yeah. had me in their mid-30s, Eddie and Steph, 
love you at Skit Guy Eddie. Um, they did the best that they could, and I mean, they're rocking it out here. Personally, she grabbed the Chex Mix. I'm sorry, I'm so Listen. hungry. Could not be me. I ate Chick Fil A while watching Better Call Saul. Um, having the opposite set of parents, I go. Um, I do not want anything more than to go ahead and meet whoever. Okay, here's my thing, right? Here's my thing. I think society as a whole cuts out the idea of young marriage, young love, et cetera, et cetera, because a stupid, stupid thing we have all put on ourselves as humans is age equals wisdom and age equals maturity. And at the end of the freaking day, I am so sorry if you consciously go Right now, I could be making the same decisions that a 32-year-old makes at 19. Yeah. And you genuinely mean it. I'm not saying in the ignorant way that most 19-year-olds would be. I understand being this age, I've dealt with people who act our age. I'm saying if you have that click in your head where you go, I just don't really care to F around and to be an idiot. Like, that's just not appealing yeah. to me. I go, then, duh, human progression... You're going to start thinking of relationships far more seriously. And again, in the culture that Christians mostly live in, my marriage is going to be on the mind way more than you are. Like, I think my main thing my mom would always tell me, which was, um, you know, she was kind of wild in her 20s and then finally thought of the fact that she wants to settle down. Personally, for me, controversial yet brave, and I feel like me and Hannah would be opposites on this. Um, you know dang well, absolutely, if I can get married at 21... I'm going to. If I could be a hot yoga mom by 26, I'm going to. I know it's very, um, uh, you know, looked down upon nowadays. If we're supposed to be accepting of every female, this also includes the people that just want to be stay-at-homes. Um, I get so tired of hearing women being discouraged on because they want to just provide for their families and stuff. Do not persecute them for that. Good for you. We will support sisters who want to be powerful and be independent and stuff like that, but... At the end of the day, if you had to ask yourself when you were five or six, would you rather have a nanny, a daycare center, or your mom taking care of you? I don't care about the, well, my mom, you know, always was rude to me. Like, I'm saying, like, in the hypothetical of, like, knowing who loved you most, you would pick your mother. My mom's... Yeah, and what... My mom was a stay-at-home mom for most of... Like, she literally sacrificed her career for me and my sister and i think personally a big girl decision if you choose to have a child i'm not talking about accidents i'm not talking about any of that obviously life can be life sometimes but if you choose to have a kid in my personal opinion um yeah i wrecked enough of my body to go ahead and say you know what? i think i deserve stay at home vacuum a few times wear some cute flare leggings like that's <laughs> that's how your girl's gonna be and i'm more than fine with admitting that you know having that mindset i go as people who grew up with parents who are very, very old, one thing that I've noticed that I think they wanted me to learn from was um, something about young people meeting a certain someone and actually committing to them and hopefully getting married to them. There's a innocence and a spark that young yeah. couples only have. And I think it's what you see in like... And this is not saying that we want to get married at like 19. Oh, absolutely not. I just mean in the way of, like, if I could meet my husband now, and we are getting married whenever I'm 21 or 22, I go, that is the perfect thing for my mind, because at the end of the day, I know there's something about the fact that you guys get to grow up with each other. And what's funny is, I feel like a lot of society would actually say that um, that's a big negative. A lot of people look down upon, oh, well, you have to grow up with each other. 
That means you're going to make a lot of mistakes along the way. Absolutely. You know what you're also going to do? Regardless, make mistakes. I'd far rather have somebody, like, you know what I mean? Like, why not make it with somebody else? And why not learn how to be an adult and stuff? Because at the end of the day, if you're making financial issues, if you're making, uh, oh, we put too much money in building a house, or uh, we put too much... uh, At least you have two incomes. Would you rather have a relationship with 24 than 34? Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you guys are already working out the kinks of y'all's relationship before your 40s retirement and things like that, those next 30, 40, 50 years of life seem so much more appealing because you're able to say, we grew with each other, we learned how to be a good relationship, even if maybe y'all did F up. Maybe y'all were bad for each other and now you gotta make it work because you guys know you need to stay in the relationship, et cetera, et cetera. At the end of the day, that is still somebody that you can say, okay, you know what? We were stupid, young and dumb. Got married at 24, but 23. But God, if you do the right thing, God can glorify it. Or even, again, non-religious perspective. You still can go, well, you know what? I'm now 28, 29. Um, haven't even hit my midlife crisis. I can now learn how to adapt and love myself rather than my partner can. And also, if you don't have religious moral, you can divorce them. And now you're on the same standard that any other person in society is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... This kind of sounds bad, but, like, on non-Christian's perspective, you got as many chances as you want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mess up, you know? F- figure out if, you know, you were meant to be that person or not, you know? Don't waste money. Hopefully, like, be, like, a little boho, like, we got married in a patch of grass and we paid $500 for everything. Like, you know what I mean? So but I condone that and no, but, like, why our culture does question marriage so much and take it so lightly because God created marriage, obviously. Her. So, like... If, when you take Jesus out of the marriage, then, like, duh, you're going to question it and not take it seriously. Because like, if you're not a Christian and you're not holding the same importance to it, like, what the frig? Why does it also, matter? Also, if non, like, okay, if, you, if you're listening to this and don't consider yourself a Christian, please don't think anything we're saying is, like, to judge you or anything. Like, like you're the exact same thing that anyone would do to Christians. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? I feel like... If anything, this is just a disclaimer. Um, we are two human beings living on the floating rock that you are as well. Um, only difference is we believe that there is a God who created it. Um, whether you do or not, that does not change how we voice our opinion rather than how we would expect you to change yours. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's... Okay, and yeah. before you get to your point, that's one thing I want to really, really say in preface is here on Let's Gab, we are not going to say anything that we don't believe but we are also not going to diss anybody who does not agree with us. And I think as a Christian who genuinely wants to see others strive for God in the right way or on the other complete end of the spectrum where they could hate God with all their heart and always will, they should still feel like they could be my friend. Because what are we? Humans. And what are you? Also a human. It's almost like regardless of your religious affiliation, you're going to go through the same process, which is life. Yeah. And so, you know... Why wouldn't you talk about it how you're li- like like you know what I'm saying like there's no reason to like filter anything because this is how we live our life like if anything we're just sharing a different perspective than how others may you know what I'm saying yes. like you're allowed to say like oh christian culture like i would like you know what i mean like you could say anything it, it's yeah. it's your opinion it's free country it's and, freedom of speech and like okay i have two things to say like the marriage like in just 
culture, not talking about just Christianity on its own. Like, I, we take it so, like, lightly and just think, like, oh, like, well, if there's, like, a major issue, like, then, like, we need to, like, get a divorce. And obviously this does not go for, like, abusive relationships. Like, yes, get out of that. I do this voice where, like, I kind of do sing-songy to, like, diffuse the tension. Anyway. The tension is literally non-existent. So true. She is sitting on my bed with but, me here like anyways it's people are so quick to leave and it's like we are like we're all going to make mistakes and at the end of the day no one can not, like we're all going to fail each other like we can't like maintain like perfect like like i fail like people all the time so like you know so and that shouldn't be just a reason for you to end things with someone like we should be able to work it out and not saying that's gonna be easy yeah i our culture takes marriage way too lightly and if it because you were talking earlier about how you would want to get married young like right out of college i have like two conflicting views because there's part of me the comfort part of me wants to like get married a year or two after college i want to have a husband i want to have a family though the being pregnant scares me okay being pregnant feral i believe that eve was the hoe who set us all up for downfall <laughs> can we just preface what like i don't want to no 18 hour plus labors for my mother <laughs> everything ripped apparently okay. i'm okay. not about that dog i'm sorry and the way i've asked her so many times okay and this is going on here because at the end of the day we're keeping it real also do we need to talk about this no one freaking talks about pregnancy but going back to what i was saying like there's a part of me that like wants that you're only young once once it's not like a very adventurous spirit and like um uh, disclaimer hannah can't stand when a month goes by and nothing about her life has changed the part of me that like wants to like get that out of me but then i'm also like why can't i just get it out now but well so true but also too like why can't i experience that with the husband also quick thing from ainsley here ainsley's corner um here's my thing and this is something i will never understand and i think gen z can we please do it differently something that we all just need to grow up on mirror your best friend Stop having yeah. platonic soul. I don't give a crap. Unless your best friend is gay. Unless that's the reason why you're saying platonic soulmates or whatever. <laughs> I do not care if that person gets along with you best. If that person, which controversial yet brave, and I will never understand the stigma behind not practicing this is... Why do people get in relationships where they already know they have to change minor parts about themselves? Because they know that that person that they're trying to date would like a version of them that they wish they were. Or, why do people get in relationships if they have somebody else in mind? Okay, here's my thing. Here's my <laughs> thing, right? And I'm passionate about it because I feel like this is one thing that, like, society gets so wrong that I will never understand because this is literally, and I love it so much. I want you guys to know, first off, I embrace the love all, love everybody culture. I think that that is the most positive outlook that human beings can have towards yes. one another. Regardless of how moral differences go, that is such a positive message to spread out into the world. That is such yeah. good energy, okay? Here's my thing. Why in the frickety frack are we living in a society that says, love yourself for exactly who you are, but then whenever you go into a relationship, you want to change that into the idea of the person that you wish you were? Yes. No, at the end of the effing day, if you are sitting there with someone 
who, let's say you're heterosexual, okay? And you're sitting over with the opposite sex, and you go, this person, I can act like my five-year-old self and my 25-year-old self all at the same time. My childhood-like interests are um, nurtured and cared for. And they're still gonna love me. And they enjoy it. They're intrigued by it. They, like, are pursuant of it. Why in the frick are you just saying that that needs to be a friendship? I'm sorry. Who cares if they're not the most attractive person? I was just about to say, you cannot be friends with someone you don't find attractive. And I am, and whether it's objectively or you go, oh, I've always thought they were kind of cute. That is a dead ringer. And we all know this. Our hormones literally are made so then we would want to, we have it in us, okay? So at the end of the day, you are able probably to find that person attractive if you tried, if you genuinely tried. Because you know what they're thinking at the same time? There's something about them that I like. You Maybe it's their smile. Maybe it's the way that they stand. Maybe it's the way that they walk. Maybe it's their laugh. Maybe it's the way that, like, you know, they have a lot of expression in their face. Like, I know for a fat fact, if any male falls for me, it is because I look like a Muppet. And it is because my face, <laughs> it is also because I, like, my facial expressions are just so everywhere tim all the time burton. she looks like a tim burton character everyone says that i've never thought that in my entire biggest compliment i can ever effing get okay can't... but you know what's humbling you might be dating someone right you love them and everything but you're like yeah they're not the most attractive person what's humbling is to think oh they could also be thinking the same thing oh <laughs> as for you lily keep pipe down you know what but, i'm saying like, like... <laughs> the ego part in me is like no they're not because i'm hannah uh hannah is the hot friend no <laughs> No, anyways, um, I was gonna say, though, I feel like with relationships, the quote, marry your best friend, follow that tried and true. I'm talking about that opposite gender friend that y'all were like, twin we should- Twin flame. Twin flame. People think, like, are y'all dating? Like, people think, assume all the time. How you know two people need to talk about admitting feelings for each other is if people think that they're already dating. I am sorry. There yeah. is a spark, then. There is a spark. Let's say you have a friend. Okay, that you want to date and you think that they may want to date you back. Can we just talk about it? I am a little bit different. I have a rule. Um, don't ask me why God places on my heart. I think it's delusional too. Um, the man has to make the first move for me. Like I won't say, Hey, I like you. Like I can't do it. I physically cannot do it. Um, unless the guy says it first. So that kind of blows. Um, but I was going to say, regardless, if you have a friend that you want to become a romantic relationship, how you guys know that you're even good friends in the first place is if you admitted it and they reject you. If y'all can't go back to at least being, like, pretty good acquaintances, was the friendship even that solid? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you should be able to say to someone, like, no, I'm really sorry, I just think of you as a friend. And for you to feel comfortable enough around them, like, what a middle yeah. school move to be like, oh my god, they liked me, I feel so weird. Like, that's so, yeah. so fifth grade. I've never thought the route of never bringing it up makes any sense. Yeah. Or making your other friends ask about it because you like them. Yeah, because, like, at the end of the day, just, like, do it yourself. Biggest f- bruh moment is whenever someone gets their best friend to ask around. That is the funniest oh ish ever. I don't think a male will ever do that for me. I've at least never heard of a male getting their buddy to ask about me. But boy, oh boy, if I ever find that out, I would laugh so hard. Because think about how stupid that is. You have to sit your best friend down and you'd be like, okay, so could you like ask like one of her friends like to see just like, like, okay, men, men, men. I'm gonna be real with you. Like I said earlier, there are more women on the earth than you. You have more opportunities to get rejected. I know the fear of rejection is huge. You have balls for a reason. Use them. Just ask!
ask, bro. Like, no. like don't get, okay. like, your pal to do it. Can I talk it. about my first boyfriend? <laughs> Hannah's like, not going to no. give a story time. Yes, no, go. For, like, how it started. Because, okay, this was going into June, junior year. No. Of high school? No. Well, senior year of high school. But okay. it was, like, the end. No, it was the end of junior year of high school. Sorry. And then we, okay, yeah. And, like, he went to my church. Um, and so, like, he, we started, liked each other, and I wanted him to make the first move, because... Most women do. Disclaimer, I know y'all think it's hot whenever a girl's like, I like you. We don't care. And with all my relationship experience, I've always had to be the initiator, so I want the guy to be the initiator. Okay, isn't that so funny? You always hear men saying, like, women never make the first... Last time I checked, all the relationships I've been in, which, by the way, every time we broke up... I broke up uh, I broke up with one and then one broke up with me. Both of them ended up saying, I don't know if I ever even liked you. I just liked the fact that you said something. If that's the reason why guys like when girls initiate first, that is a very bad reason. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, continue. But came over to my house. The man, it was so evident we liked each other, but he was not saying anything. But I was like, he needs to do something about it because it is so freaking obvious. Like, we're literally talking and, like, flirting and, like talking about like wanting to hang out like basically wanting to go on a date and so he, this man brings me i think it was like chick-fil-a because this was during covid right so like well like quarantine wasn't a thing like we were like allowed to go out but like online school was still a choice so like i was doing online school that day and like he's this was like the last month of school he comes and brings me chick-fil-a but his two other friends also came to at least say something but then i'm like his friends were here so he probably won't so they're like they walk him his two friends walk out which i like kind of like knew them too like it wasn't yeah, yeah. just like random friends like we all went to church together and they're walking out he the doorway you know like stepping out of my house and i'm just like hey like you know i like you right and he was like yeah and i was wait like, what hey. yeah i said that no no he said yeah i know he was like, yeah, I know. Like, he had, like, this little smile on his face. You're freaking lying. Sorry, okay, continue. I think he was like, I like you too. Like, he had to have said that, like, obviously. Did he, though? I, I mean, I don't remember. Like, probably. But, like, I mean, obviously we had a conversation about that because he, like, asked Okay, me. okay, so eventually he admitted feelings. Okay, yes. okay, okay. We, have, we actually have a friend. This is really, really sweet. And if he wanted to, he would. I believe in this. A man, if he watches a level of chivalry or romance like this and he goes that is so cringe you are not ready to date bud yeah keep it down keep working on yourself because trust me what you think you would bag is a 10 you are bagging probably a four or five because that's what you deserve at that point but anyways basically he drove five hours because we're technically supposed to be on winter break right now uh to go ask her on her first date just surprised her showed up at her doorstep that is the cutest crap ever Women are simple creatures. All it takes is a little bit of perseverance and time shown. If you are with the right woman, you will end up with a woman who is your number one fan, your yeah. biggest cheerleader, biggest dedicator, will put in all of her time and effort into something that you want to do, will support you through all your passions, which, again, put on the Christian goggles for a second here, is what women are technically called to do. Yeah. In, in, in at least if you're in a Christian you know, structure and or atmosphere. That doesn't mean we're less than. Not less than at all. Because at the end of the day, with time comes knowledge, empathy. With time comes uh, chemistry. With time comes pursuance. Like, you learn so much about a person if you put in the time. And kind of being a little pastor's corner here, same goes for God. I mean, we apply that mindset all the time to God. If you give God three minutes, what is he going to give you? Three minutes. Yeah. Same goes for a freaking romantic relationship, and that's well, even... he actually gives us way more than three minutes, but... 
you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm like praying to be a multimillionaire, yeah. but I read a two minute devotional every day and I never do anything to try to further my relationship with God, no, he's not going to give me that. No. Yeah. What did I do for him? But the same goes for a romantic relationship. If you have a guy who's not putting in any effort, even whenever y'all are just friends, there should still be something inside of him that goes, maybe I ask her to hang out or maybe I put up the offer. Even if she doesn't, even if I maybe come off, you know, a little bit nonchalant or uncaring about it, they're still obviously in the back of their mind going, okay, here's me kind of giving a little push, like towards the relationship, regardless of what the title is at the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like with men, if a man learns how at a very young age to put in the time, not only will they learn a lot about that other person and be able to make better judgment rather than jumping into something really quick because of impulses, and then whenever they don't have the energy or the effort to uphold to that person, they end up being really burnt out. Because I feel like that's another problem, is I think men get the short end of the stick a lot because women expect so much uh, because of how society can be about romance that a lot of men aren't equipped to handle women and so whenever they actually get into a relationship that could have been really, really good, they mess up a lot on the simple things. Yeah. And so I think, again, with time comes knowledge, and you learn what that person would actually like and dislike, and you're not just kind of shooting in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, it makes me go back to marry your best friend. You should already know those things about that person before you romantically get interested in them, but that's just personal opinion. World. Think about this, atheists and or people who aren't Christian or any religion ever. Um, I feel like Christianity has a lot more tears. I feel like you're yeah. in other religions kind of like a one and done or you're nothing. But with Christians, think about, as we've been saying this entire podcast, all these baby steps. If you're constantly pushing toward, constantly trying to get better, ah, blah, blah, blah. Think about trying to find someone who, let's say you're on like level like 52 out of 100 and you're with a level 51, that level 51 can feel so different than a level 52. And that's just yeah. the way that it is. And there's nothing you can do about that. And it yeah. sucks. Because it doesn't mean that the person isn't great for you. It's that they're missing that. There's just something off. And I feel like that's something that kind of sucks about believing in God. <laughs> Not that believing in God sucks. But uh, a caveat at times is our mindsets automatically want to go, oh, well, we want to see the better yeah. in, the, in the person. And I think that's where a lot of us have a lot of downfall. Putting, seeing the, be the best in the person, but then also not acknowledging their bad qualities and why ha having a relationship with that person, whether it be romantically or just friend-wise, be bad. And I will say, I'll talk more about this on our Christianity episode whenever we do that, um, because that is something to gab about, is two things Christians do terribly is... If the other person is genuinely at fault for whatever happens between two people, the first thing a Christian is going to do is go, well, then none of it was also my problem. Yeah. That first off, no human can say. Mm -hmm. But let's flip the picture. Let's say that you were the one at fault and the other person has really nothing to blame. Then it always is, well, that person is still the most perfect image that I had of them at the beginning, that still must hold true because I ended up being the issue. At the end of the day, people are people. We're all going to screw up, like you said earlier. Yeah. Might as well try to work through it rather than, you know, throw something that may be good away. But at the same time, we're very naive people. Uh, yeah. Christians grow up very naive, and I think that's a lot that you see 
in the community and stuff is I think the average Christian is a lot smarter than some of these idiots come off on the internet. Yeah. And so I think a lot of society standards for a Christian relationship is the, well, one day I was out in the field and I was churning butter and Jimothy decided to come up to me and pray for me an extra time. And so we got married at four, we, we got married at 14 and uh, we have 18 kids. And I do nothing and I have no responsibilities. I'm going to be in the kitchen. Baking because I love to bake. Can I, I talk about that? It. Sorry that... 1940s abusive relationships had to ruin the womenly (laughs) pleasure of cleaning and cooking. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm most excited? I love to clean and cook. White glove, I liked it. Okay, when we had to deep clean our dorms, uh, we literally volunteered to go uh, clean for uh, Braxton and Carson's house. It's an all-male house. And I helped clean that other girl's room next to you. No, literally. She, uh, she came in our hall and helped all of our hallmates. I, like I'm, I mean, I'm just not saying her name because of, like, the podcast, but I, like, I'm friends with her. It's not just, like, random girl. Yeah, no, she's not random. Walks into a stranger's room and just, like, no, swiffering. I, I would do that. I'm an Enneagram 9. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, bro. I think that is the funniest crap ever. Whenever I talk to women, most of the time, and it will never be publicized because women are so scared to talk about it. I genuinely, like, if I have the opportunity, I will be the one, like, volunteering as tribute to stay at home. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Wake up at 9 o'clock. Okay, let's well, say. Okay, but Get well, my gal pals together. Gonna be, you're going to be waking up early so that you can make breakfast for your kids, make make their lunch, take them to school, like... I mean, some stay-at-home moms are stay-at-home moms because they homeschool, which... Which I will not be. My kid will have social cues, so sorry. Well, the fact that we literally would have just talked about all of this without the mic here... But it kind of helps. Honestly, this helped me really, really process our conversation. Usually, me and Hannah will just kind of pace around the room at different times. <laughs> uh, and well, go back and, and forth. forth and be like, okay, who's going to trauma... T- not trauma dump, but like, <laughs> like, explain what's going on in their brain. Okay, and also, that's what's so funny about us, is, like, Hannah's so, like, she has this app called Finch, and <laughs> we're, like, Finch. she loves this effing bird app, Red where literally, it's, like, how are you feeling today? And she's, like, I miss my sister. But, like, it's so funny, because we're so opposite into the spectrum on that. Um, she I, I gain points and can, and can um, decorate its home, change its color, change its outfit. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm the first person to be, like, everything's okay nothing (laughs) needs to be spoken about and then whenever i get in the room i'm like so i wanted to die because (laughs) something good happened to me and i don't feel like i deserved it (laughs) but you know what it balances each other out so it works So that explains our podcast um let's gab is gonna be a collective of conversations that we don't even know where they're gonna lead but we are gonna start with something and hopefully we end with something even better um you know your hosts Ainsley and Hannah will do their best to make the content as fun and engaging as possible because at the end of the day we're just a couple of friends having a fun chat. Yeah. Have we have we talked about a lot of different things? Yes, but it's mainly all stayed under the topic of marriage and relationships. You can follow us both on Instagram either at Han Broswell or at Ainsley James the two S's. Or you can go even further and go to my scrap vlog, which would be on YouTube. You can either look up Ainsley, or if that doesn't pop up, my most recent video is called The Scrap Vlog Seasonal Special. It's a good one. Make sure to go check it out. I should have a new one up in a couple of weeks. Takes me a while to sift through the footage, but I enjoyed it anyway. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, make sure to spread the word if you feel like you have a few friends who would enjoy this podcast as well. 
Alrighty. Goodbye and good night. Goodbye.